everybody. It's Drags, and it's Wednesday, September 19th. Time for episode 263 of Patriots Beat on the CLNS Media Network. Find us at clnsmedia.com. Follow us on Twitter at CLNS Media. Of course, follow all of our Patriots coverage, especially at Patriots CLNS. This week, I welcome Lions reporter Kyle Meinke of M Live. You should be following his great NFL and Lions and Matt Patricia coverage this week on Twitter at K-M-E-I-N-K-E. I'll repeat it, K-M-E-I-N-K-E. Kyle, thanks so much for joining us. Treggs, it is good to be here, my friend. I knew when Matt Patricia was asking reporters in the preseason, Kyle, if they really enjoyed their job, I rolled my eyes and I said, this is going to be a rough takeoff in Motown. What has it been like to cover Matty P? It's been a weird, it's been a weird ride. Um, I started covering him. You know, I had some interactions previously with him. Really started covering him at the, at the Super Bowl week uh, when it became obvious that the, you know, that the Lions would be hiring him uh, right. whenever that, that game ended. And you know, he was very friendly. I mean, I, I found him to be, you know, if I had been warned, he would say a lot. I, you, know, I, you know, when it came to, you know, he, didn't, he didn't say a lot, but I found him to be very engaging. Um, and then he was, he was great at his, at his intro presser in Detroit. Uh, I had him for a one-on-one that night after he was um, you know, introduced in Detroit. And he was, he was fabulous. I mean, it was a great interview. I, I had been prepared for, you know, a Belichick uh, clone or something based on what people had said about him. And it was a great one-on-one. We had a nice chat, uh, football-wise, else-wise, else uh, on and off the record. It was a, it was a good, good deal. Uh, I think he was the same way with a lot of guys. And then, the allegations came out, uh, you know, of, of the of the sexual assaults in the nineties. Right. Um, and since then, man, he's he's been. I'm not sure if it was that or if it was going to happen this way anyway. But he's really shut down. He's in, in in football mood now, and it's been you know far less fun in games and more football on the field, less less talking in the in the press conferences. And uh, here we are. Well, and and I I figured that you know knowing Matt and having covered him. Uh, here in New England, that when he got his own gig, he would be his own guy, and like, kind of like you saw at the Super Bowl. I figured some of, some more of his personality would come out because he wanted to show people that he wasn't just a Belichick clone; that he was a smart guy, he worked hard, and could get it all done. Uh, you know, it, you know, take care of the whole process, if you will, as a head coach, as opposed to just handling um, the defense. I just thought his personality would come out, but. You know, sometimes when things like that happen, you know, the the event, the the, the news of that um, sexual assault charge, which uh, he, by the way, as I think everybody knows, right. categorically denies and added he was yep. falsely accused of, right. that can just change the tint and the whole perspective of your job. Sure. And, you know, when it comes to his public-facing persona and, and everything, you know, a, a rough training camp didn't help, a rough preseason really didn't help and now we're here at, at 0-2 uh you know it's I mean it's not like he's like on a hot seat or anything but like it's like it's like stuff's gone haywire in Detroit and there's a lot of uh big questions being asked of course there's reports out there many of which I've confirmed you know about player disgruntlement when it comes to you know practice you know the way practices are run the way the schedule is given out and so forth. And so, you know, questions like that, of course, have had them down too. It's, it has, the honeymoon phase is uh, already well over heading into week three, I'll put it that way. So what was the dynamic like when, when he was hired and 
GM Bob Quinn, obviously, uh, formerly with, with the Patriots and, and certainly somebody that Bill Belichick speaks very glowingly of. What was the dynamic like when Quinn was extended by Rodney Wood and Matt Patricia was hired? How did that all come down, I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, Martha Ford, the owner of the, the Lions, is real pleased with the direction of the, of the program. And obviously, back-to-back nine-win season is not what you want. Uh, but it's the it's the Detroit Lions we're talking about. They're not exactly a winning team. I mean, Caldwell, for all of his faults, was still the winningest coach of the Super Bowl era for the Lions. So there, there was, um, you know, there were some people who thought that, that maybe Caldwell should be retained. You know, Caldwell, uh, that Quinn made the decision to uh, fire him, which, I mean, I, I think that was the right move. I don't, I don't think Caldwell was going to be the guy to take you to. Uh, that next plateau, and that you know, he said, you know, Bob Quinn said as much uh, upon Caldwell's exit and uh, Patricia's hire. Um, but I think that, that you know, with uh, Quinn getting extended, and then of course uh, Matt Patricia coming in, his guy from New England, those guys are now joined at the hip. Um, and I think uh, I think Bob Quinn's done a lot of good things when it comes to building the roster, uh, but there are I think some holes being shown as well. And I'll, I'll put it this way to you, um, you know the. You don't fire the winningest coach in your program's history um, to take a step back. And, and Quinn said as much when making the move. He said nine and seven uh, was no longer good enough. Uh, I mean, obviously this is not a rebuild. You got Matthew Stafford. You got a pretty veteran team, a lot of talent in place, and, and a team that had, got, had three winning seasons in four years. Uh, now you're zero and two, and they have not looked good in either of those games. They didn't look good at all, at all in the preseason, uh, and those are the questions now being asked in Detroit is exactly where this team is at because I think a lot of people were caught off guard by just how how, how bad they've looked uh, so early under, under Matt Patricia. Hey, everybody. I want to tell you about a great wagering service. It's called BetDSI.com. BetDSI.com has been paying winners for 20 years. Use your sports knowledge to make some extra cash. Go online or to their easy-to-use mobile app. They have the fastest payouts in the industry. Play, win, Get paid. BetDSI offers betting options for everything. Bet on football and other major sports. Bet on reality TV, esports, virtually everything. Try live betting at BetDSI where you can bet on every play, every drive, and every score until the final whistle blows. Use promo code PATRIOTS18 and first-time deposits get a 100% bonus match on your money up to $500. That's right. Once again, use promo code PATRIOTS18 and first-time deposits get a 100% bonus match on your money up to $500. It's only a game until you bet it at BetDSI. Okay, let me play devil's advocate uh, if you want to take it this way. Shouldn't they have known that with any new coach, I mean, I don't care how talented the team is, when you implement a new system, there is going to be a rough transition period. It's very it's very rare that a first-year coach comes in and takes a team uh, immediately to a Super Bowl. I mean, there have been instances, I guess, Mike Tomlin might be one in Pittsburgh, but um, it, it doesn't happen very often. Right, and I, I agree with you. Um, I, I, the, the counterpoint in Detroit would be that uh, he was taking over a, a veteran team with a, a franchise quarterback, which you don't often see. I mean, it doesn't always happen. In these coaching changes, I think if you look at the quarterback situation, the head coaching vacancies this year, I think Detroit uh, maybe had the best uh, the best run of it there. 
And then they basically left the offense untouched, and they had uh, you know the, the offensive coordinator Jim Bob Cooter back uh, in a scheme that Matthew Stafford very much likes and has played well in for the past two or three years under under Cooter. He, I mean, he had all four of his top receivers back. Uh, four of the five linemen were back, and the one guy not back wasn't very good. And they replaced him with a first round pick in, in Travis Swanson. Uh, you know, I mean, there's just a lot of a lot of talent on that side of the ball, and I think that there's been a disappointment that it's been as bad as it's been. Those guys were were terrible in week one, very slow starting in week two. Uh, didn't really get it in gear until until the game was, you know, I mean, it's a 17 point game in the third quarter. Um, you know, defensively, I think that was viewed as more of a, a project. It might, might take a little bit more time. And I, and I am pleased with the, with the direction. I know they gave up 30 points last week, but I thought getting six sacks from, from linebackers was really encouraging and maybe a sign that um, that the, that the scheme is taking some root. Um, but, I mean, this, this team was a 9-1 team, and they've looked like a team lucky to win four games this year uh, through both the preseason and the first two weeks. All right. I don't know if you've heard, but uh, Josh Gordon is with the New England Patriots, Kyle. Um, yeah, we're on the street. <laughs> um, and uh, even though the Patriots uh, didn't really want to come around it and confirm it, it, it was actually very bizarre, Kyle. I, I don't know if you're aware that you know, both the Browns and Patriots announced the deal, announced the transaction. And Bill Belichick, uh, you know, Monday evening and even on his Tuesday morning conference call, something I was on, I asked Bill, I said, are you ready to talk about Josh Gordon, and he said, nope, Mike, still waiting uh, to see what his position is on the roster. Just bizarre. And I, I guess the long-winded way of, I'm getting around is a lot of people here in New England thought they they targeted two receivers on Detroit that, you know, fan, you know how fans are, Kyle. They're like, boy, you know, the, the, the Lions will be ready to give up on Golden Tate or Marvin Jones. Was that even – do you think that possibility even existed Giving up on either of those guys, no. Uh, but I will say there are long-term concerns at the position. Golden Tate's been very good um, for Detroit. At least 90 catches in each of his first four years in Detroit. I, mean, I think he's, I think he's making like five or six million a year. I mean, the, the value of that contract has been unbelievable. Uh, but he's in a contract year now, and certainly looking to get paid. And I'm not sure. And you know, you know the Patriot way. I mean, you save money where you can, particularly in the skill positions and. Um, you know, he's been a fabulous player, but his market value might be beyond what the Lions are willing to pay. So there are some concerns with Golden Tate, whether he'll be back next year. There, there were some negotiations about a, a long-term extension in the offseason. I don't think those got very far. Uh, so, I mean, that the case could be made that, you know, Josh Gordon will maybe help solidify um, your long-term, you know, your long-term uh, continuation at that position. But I don't know if Josh Gordon's a guy you can really – count on for the long term either given his his problems. He's a, he's, a, I mean, he's a talented guy. I know you know some of the the Browns reporters in, in Cleveland there and I mean they're real high on the, the ability and it, I mean we've seen it before with the Randy Mosses of the world and so forth in New England where guys have been able to you know the bad boys have been able to resurrect their careers or get their affairs in order and I I'm I'm very curious to see if uh, if Josh Gordon can do the same. Golden Tate or Marvin Jones never uh, recorded a promotional video at ten o'clock uh, Friday night, thirty-six hours before they were due in New Orleans, did it? Did they? Not, not to my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> those, those guys are great pros, man. They're they're top notch. Um, Gordon's a great talent, and I will say while we're on the topic of Josh of Josh Gordon, I'm, right. I'm curious to see if he plays because the Lions' past defense has been fine. That has not been the weakness of the defense. 
but Darius Slater, top corner, um, All-Pro last year, won the NFL in interceptions. He's banged up right now, suffered a, um, a concussion uh, in the third quarter of last week's game, and there's just been no word on his, his status. And uh, his, his replacement would be Tease Tabor, uh, a second-round pick from last year who has really struggled to crack the rotation. Actually just made his first career start last week, Treggs, and, and he, I mean, he, he was terrible. I mean, he was absolutely dreadful on the field. Uh, so if he does play against Tom Brady and, and everyone else out there, including a, a possibility of Josh Gordon, I think that could be a real, pop, a real problem. With over 8 million users across the U.S. and Canada, Game Time is the top destination for last-minute tickets to all major sporting events, concerts, and shows. Unlike Ticketmaster and StubHub, who overwhelm you with so many choices and steps, the Game Time app shows you only the best values and makes buying tickets incredibly fast and easy. Game Time is without question the top destination for last-minute tickets to live events. To make selecting tickets even easier, Game Time shows you an actual high-res photo of the view from your very own seat. Plus, the Game Time guarantee also has you covered. They'll guarantee you'll receive your tickets in time for the event, and they'll be valid for entry. If for some reason that doesn't happen, Game Time will locate comparable replacement tickets or give you a 100% refund. Whether you're looking for sports, music, or theater tickets, you can find all of them under one roof at Game Time. Game Time sells tickets for all major venues across the U.S. and Canada. Download the app for iOS or Android. Hey, and did you know that ticket prices can go down right before a game or concert? Game Time is a mobile app that tracks ticket prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, then shows you all the best deals. When prices drop, you can check out in two taps and tickets are sent directly to your phone. For $15 off your first purchase, visit usegametime.com beat and use the promo code beat. Again, for $15 off your first purchase, visit usegametime.com beat and use the promo code beat. Speaking with outstanding Lions, uh, an NFL reporter for M Live, Kyle Mikey. Um, Kyle, um, here's what I think about this week. It's gonna, It's a very strange dynamic, and you know we've seen it many, many times before. Uh, coach against pupil, and Matt Patricia is the pupil in this case. But um, I think the Lions, given what happened on that Monday night fiasco against the Jets, in a game that actually was 17-17 in the third quarter, right? And they just completely had a meltdown. If the Lions fall behind by 10 or 14 points early, you know the Boo Birds uh, at Ford Field are going to be out in force, and it is going to be ugly, right? It is going to be another national TV game um, for the Lions, only this time on NBC. And the whole world will see the Lions being, you know, embarrassed again. And that, to me, that that's what the Patriots want to do in this game early. I completely agree with you. I, I will tell you, I mean, it's been, since 1958, that's a long time ago, 1958, the Lions have won one playoff game. I, I think people know that they haven't made a Super Bowl and all that stuff. But I think that, I don't even think that begins to tell you how bad they've been for, for how long they've, they've been. Uh, you know, the one playoff win, and there's just, it, it's been like 25, 30 years now since even that one playoff win. Fans are restless, and, and rightfully so. Uh, they're aggravated, they're annoyed because they feel like every couple of years there's a regime change, and they're sold on promise and hope, uh, and, and their hope is always crushed into a thousand little pieces. Um, 
And, you know, I, I mean, I think that's happening now with Matt Patricia. I think he's a really smart guy. He's really, really – the culture change he's bringing to Detroit is dramatic. So it does take time. It's just fans are fed up and they don't want to give that time. And we saw that in the times. The Lions were booed in the preseason at Ford Field. <laughs> I, I mean, that, 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 that's that, bad. That, that blew my – exactly. That blew my mind. Uh, and then even in the opener, I mean, they deserve to be booed. But even before that game got silly – in the third quarter, even in the, in the first quarter of the of the season opener on Monday Night Football of a new regime, they were getting booed. Um, and so, yeah, if if this game gets out of control, I mean, even if the if the Patriots go out there and score seven points on the first drive, even that wouldn't surprise me if uh, if the Lions got booed. There's just not a lot of patience right now uh, in Detroit. And you know, I, I mean, I think there's talent on this team, but they're in a tough place right now, and I think spirits are being tested, and uh, if, if the Lions do uh, face an early deficit, I would not be surprised when, you know, one bit to see uh, this game get ugly. Oh, and, and I'm sure the Patriots are... I, look, the Patriots will never say this publicly, but I'm sure the message in the meeting rooms, if not Belichick himself, you know, when he talks on Wednesday morning to the team, is like, look, we have a chance to get on these guys early. Let's do it. And I'm sure that's a priority. Um, but beyond there's that, a, go ahead. There's a, yeah, there's, I was just going to say, there's a, there's a stat. I mean, maybe, maybe this is a known thing in New England, but I saw it out there this week in Detroit and tossed around a little bit. Obviously, the, the Patriots lost by double digits last week to the Jaguars. In the last 18 games, the Patriots have lost by double digits. They're 17 and 1. And not just are they 17 and 1, but they've won those games by an average of 15 points. That's astounding to me. I mean, that's the, the ability to come back from tough losses and just step on the throat of your opponent is impressive. And I really, I, I mean, I suspect, I, I would not be surprised, Mike, to, to, to see that happen this week. The, the Lions are just really struggling right now. Hey, everybody, I want to tell you about a great product I use at the end of a long day of Patriots coverage. It relaxes my back and feet and just puts my mind at ease. What is it called? It's called Calm Balm. The Calm Balm is a patented cannabidiol bath bomb that, through a proprietary formula, will allow the CBD to be better absorbed by the skin, offering maximum relief to people with chronic pain and anxiety. Again, I use it at the end of a long day of Patriots game coverage, and it relaxes my back and my feet and puts my mind at ease. The bath bombs featured at Calm Balm allow you to care for yourself while supporting others. Though self-care is often seen as a luxury that best benefits you, in this case, you are truly helping others with $5 from each box going directly to families in need. And now, for a limited time, my listeners can get Calm Balms at a huge discount by going to the website www.buybombshelpmoms.com. Once again, the website, www.buybombshelpmoms.com, and click on their Indiegogo page. Uh, what about LeGarrette Blunt? I mean, he's somebody that uh, is thought very fondly of here in New England, but he I don't know if you saw the America's team, um, 2017 Eagles. Beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl <laughs> meant something to LeGarrette Blunt. Has he talked about that at all um, with you guys? And, and what do you know about LeGarrette and what's he been like to cover um, in Detroit? Yeah, he's been reticent to talk about his, I mean, his his days with other teams, um, but he's been a great professional since coming to Detroit. I know he's brought that 
the, the Lions' running game has been awful. They were last in the league last year. Uh, they were a lot last in the league in 2015 as well. I mean, they, they haven't finished in the top 10 in rushing in the league since Barry Sanders was still running for them. Oh. So that, that tells you anything. Uh, 1998. Uh, it's been a, a really long misadventure in the, in the running game for Detroit. Um, Blunt has brought an air of professionalism to that room. Um, you know, I, I talked to Doug Peterson earlier in this offseason, and he was like, listen, he just wasn't in the cards for us salary cap-wise, uh, but he's still got something in the tank. And I, I mean, based on what we saw uh, in the, you know, throughout training camp and now through two games, you know, he, the, there's definitely promise that I think he's, at, even at 31, 32 years old, still very effective. Um, the numbers won't necessarily show it. He, he suffered a shoulder injury in week one that, that held him to, to four carries and was ejected last week for a, a, a boneheaded play coming off the bench to <laughs> knock a guy to the ground last week after eight carries. But when he's been out there, he's been he's been good, Mike, and he's been able to. You know, the thing about running in Detroit is that you got to be able to maneuver in small spaces because the lanes are just not going to be there. It's, you're not playing in New England anymore, and he's been able to do that. He's been very, to, to my eye, very impressive. Um, I think you know the, the lines as a as a whole are rushing the ball much better this year. They're 13th in yards per carry, and again, blunt production is limited because of, of what's happened in the first two weeks, but. Um, his overall impact has been, uh, I think, has been sizable in Detroit. So I got to ask you, what's happened to Amir Abdullah? He, he was he was he was blunt three years ago, right? I mean, they, they drafted him instead of signing him, but he was supposed to be the guy that turned around their fortunes in the, the running game. He's yep. athletic. He can catch the catch the football. And he's still athletic, but I mean, he he just wasn't good. And again, it's it's not all on him. I I, I mean, I've been. I've covered the team since 2013, so I've seen every single snap he's, that Amir Abdullah has taken in Detroit. And he is definitely not the, the, the biggest part of the problem in the running game. Uh, but he has been part of the problem, and I think he just got snowed under a little bit from just so many hits and missed opportunities and uh, some injuries earlier in his career, some ball security stuff that, that he went through. Um, it's just one thing after another. And they gave him one more chance as a starter last year, even after – uh, he was he was not very effective in 2016, and he came on 2017. He was just one of the worst running backs in the league. I mean, he he struggled to break tackles. He, he struggled to to see holes, and he was eventually benched in December. Uh, he's still on the team, um, but he's the fourth guy. He has not been active yet, uh, and, and barring injury, I, you know, I, don't, I don't expect him to be active for Detroit. And I'm going to uh, wrap it up here, uh, Kyle. Speaking with Kyle Mikey of. Uh, M Live covering the Detroit Lions. Kyle, um, how bad does Matt Patricia want this game? <laughs> uh, I, I'm not in his head, so I'm not sure about want, but I know he needs it badly. And he's a smart guy, right? I mean, it, things have. I cannot imagine his start in Detroit going worse from the losses to um, the thing. I mean, veteran players already talking about their disgruntlement with some of the things that he's done and the way he's handled his business in Detroit. I mean, it's. I was not expecting that, right? When he, I mean, he comes from a pretty, uh, pretty disciplined um, program, obviously, and it, it's just it's things have gone real bad for him. Even the training camp was real difficult. Uh, obviously, winning, I mean, I don't, th- I don't think it'll happen, but winning on Sunday night uh, against your old boss, the you know reigning Super Bowl um, team, I mean, doing it in front of your hometown fans who are really. Uh, pissed at this point about how things have gone under Matt Patricia. That would be, uh, I, I mean, the impact of such a win uh, would be would be enormous for sure. I, you know, I, it just it's 
it's, it's gone so poorly. I, I can't, it, it's so surprising because he's such a smart guy and comes from where he comes from. It's just, I think, caught a lot of people off guard with how, just how bad it's been. Whole food protein bars with simple, real ingredients? Of course I'm talking about RX Bar. RX Bar wants to build things the right way. RX Bar believes in the power of transparency and lets the core ingredients do all of the talking, with all of them listed on the front of the packaging. You'd likely recognize RX Bar at the shelf. They're the ones who have egg whites for protein, dates to bind, nuts for texture, and other delicious ingredients like unsweetened chocolate, real fruit and spices like sea salt or cinnamon. Turns out real food ingredients actually taste really good. Whether you like sweet or savory, chocolate or fruit flavors, there's definitely an RX bar for you. As for me, I absolutely positively have to have the mint chocolate protein bar before I go out and cover a night game, well, like this Sunday in Detroit. I'll have a couple of protein bars from RX Bar, the mint chocolate bar flavor. They have great flavor, no aftertaste, and again, a great boost for a PM workout or like me on Sunday night with the Patriots and Lions if you're staying up late. For 25% off your first order, visit rxbar.com trags and enter the promo code TRAGS, T-R-A-G-S, at checkout. Once again, for 25% off your first order, visit rxbar.com trags and enter the promo code T-R-A-G-S at checkout. Hey everybody, I want to tell you about a sensational line of clothing. It's called Mack Weldon. Mack Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. Mack Weldon is a premium men's essential brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. Mack Weldon will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, and hoodies, and even sweatpants that you'll ever wear. They want you to be comfortable, so if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it, and they will still refund you, no questions asked. About me, well, I just bought three shirts and two pairs of socks from Mack Weldon. Love it. I'm outside, especially as we see fall coming up. I'm starting to get the yard ready, and these shirts are perfect to wear outdoors. short sleeve shirts while it's still warm, but a nice pair of socks to keep me dry and keep my shoes and boots and whatever else is on my feet dry as I'm uh, stepping in the mud and cleaning up the yard, go to MacWeldon.com. Trust me on this. Visit MacWeldon.com. Enter the promo code PB at checkout for 20% off your first order. Well, Josh McDaniels uh, on his conference call uh, on Tuesday said, quote, it would be a, it's going to be a fun challenge. I'm glad we're not putting on the pads but and the helmet, thank God. But it's going to be a fun yeah. challenge. And you, you remember, I, maybe you do or maybe you don't, Kyle, that it was Josh McDaniels who beat Bill Belichick in overtime in 2009 as part of that 6-0 and Broncos start before the wheels came off for McDaniels. But it has been done, and I'm just I'm fascinated to see how Patricia and McDaniels match up, not so much Patricia and Belichick. Yeah, I am too. They, I mean, the, the familiarity is there. They know each other better than anyone does. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see them match wits and uh, and so forth. I mean, the, the, the you know, Lions defense uh, has Patricia's fingerprints all over it. Uh, it's definitely not a, a finished product, but you can see it taking shape a little bit. I'm, I'm real curious to see how McDaniels tries to attack it because he obviously knows what Patricia's trying to do. And I'm curious to see how Patricia tries to counter particularly if Darius Slay can't play. Darius Slay is probably their best defensive player these days. Um, very good player. The secondary is pretty good. And I, I think not having him, having to play Tease Tabor, who, again, was dreadful 
last week, I think is uh, I think there'd be plenty of opportunities for for Josh McDaniels to to go after it. Do and and I'll wrap it up here. Do you think they have somebody to cover Rob Gronkowski? No, and I was thinking about that today. I, I don't know who it's going to be. Their their slot guy's pretty good, Jamal Agnew, but he's just a little guy. Their their linebackers are getting better. That that was probably the worst position group before Patricia came in. They did a lot of work at it this year. Um, they brought in a couple of guys who can get after the passer. I just don't think they have any pass covering pass covering linebackers that are any good. I mean, Jared Davis is out there sometimes sometimes in that role. He was a first round pick just last year, but he's been uh, I mean a real disappointment. And seeing Rob <laughs> Gronkowski being covered by Jared Davis, I mean, he, I mean. Tom Brady's eyes are going to pop out of his head uh, if he gets that matchup. Uh, one other guy to look for is Miles Killebrew. He's a he's a safety. He doesn't play a lot at safety, but they've used him in kind of a hybrid safety linebacker role before. Uh, he's established before. He can cover a tight end, but I mean, no one knows about Gronkowski's caliber. I, I really believe that's going to be a, a, a giant mismatch. I just don't think there's a guy in the Lions roster who can cover him. Kyle, how can people follow you on social and online? Yeah, awesome. My uh, my Twitter is at k m e i n k e. That's at k m e i n k e. Uh, my work is on mlive.com. Um, all kinds of all kinds of live coverage there. Kyle, thank you so much for joining us. Anytime, Mike. Thank you. Want to thank everyone for downloading today's podcast. Want to thank our terrific guest, Kyle Meinke, covering the Lions for MLive.com and our sponsors, Calmbaum, BetDSI, Mac Weldon, GameTime, and RxBar for producer Mike Alonji, our executive producer Larry H. Russell, and the founder of the network, Nick Gelso. This is Mike Petralia, and this has been the Patriot Speed Podcast, powered by CLNS Media.